Jula Radio Plus presents Jula Innovations Unlocked. Parkinson's disease is a neurodegenerative disease commonly found in senior citizens. Statistics show that in 2010, there were about 60,000 people with Parkinson's disease in Thailand. During the past 10 years, the number has been on an upward trend, and today, 3% of the country's senior population have Parkinson's disease symptoms. That's approximately 360,000 people. This week on Jula Innovations Unlocked, we visit the Center of Excellence for Parkinson's Disease and Related Disorders, King Chulalongkorn Memorial Hospital, to talk to Assistant Professor Hatamun Panyakel and Assistant Professor Adjunct On Anong Pogawarangkun, the doctors behind the success of the PD Plus application, which helps Parkinson's patients record their symptoms. Remind them for medications and offer games to report their performances in motor coordination for monitoring and diagnosis. Dr. Anandong, Dr. Patamwan, thank you so much for your time and welcome to the show. Of all the symptoms of patients of Parkinson's disease, which ones are most worrying for physicians? According to the patient symptoms, I understand that most of our Parkinson's disease patients they quite concerns about the motor symptoms mm-hmm. because mostly of the symptoms patients have. They could be either motor symptoms and non-motor symptoms, right. but motor symptoms usually involving with the effect to the activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. So patients might have problem with the cannot move, barely moving the themselves. Right. Problem might have the shaking a lot, or problem might have the stiffness over the body. Right. So in my opinion, the motor symptoms is quite great concerns mm-hmm. for the patients and usually have a problem for the physicians to to take care right. and adjust the medications to help them. Right, but the symptoms of Parkinson's disease is not. Deadly, right? yeah, that's right. 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 Yeah, right, right. But it kind of bothers the, the daily routine of yeah, the exactly. individual. But it depends on the patient as well, mm-hmm. and depend on the severity of the patients. Right. Because in the patients with early stage of Parkinson's disease, sometimes the patients, like Dr. Onanong just says, so they have a problem with the hand movement mm-hmm. because of the slowness of the movement, and okay. then sometimes um, the patients cannot like write uh, write it uh, properly right. or use the hands to do the, some activities of daily living. Right. But in the later stage of the uh, disease, uh, the patients may affect the gait. The walking mm. uh, abilities and right. the posture. So it depends on individual patients as well as the severity of patients. I see. So uh, walking would be a problem. Yeah. Right. Driving would be a problem. Right. Cycling and all the you know motor activities. Right. So this is a part of the motor, but like just uh, uh, Dr. Anong just mentioned that there's also also non-motor symptoms that the patients are concerns as well. Maybe the quality of the sleep mm. and the sleep problem, like the dream right. uh, enactment, like mm-hmm. uh, they have a bad dream at night and then they have like some uh, move, movement at, at at night and then sometimes kick the the the, yeah. the, the, the bed partner. Oh. Oh, so this is just one part of the non-motor, but yeah, you can then right. then emphasize right. more. Yeah. I see, I and, see. and sometimes some of part of the motors can be occur since before the onset of the motor mm-hmm. symptoms, mm-hmm. because we, we just recently know that there are some non-motor symptoms that can be occur before the onset of the motor mm-hmm. symptoms or the onset of the diagnosis of the Parkinson's mm-hmm. disease. Okay. Actually, uh, currently we call this symptom as a prodromal Pro- symptom. Right. Prodromal. Yeah, prodromal symptom. It means that the some of the symptom that begins before the diagnosis mm-hmm. of the of the Parkinson's disease, because currently for the clinical diagnosis. 
is currently we usually using if patient have the moderate symptom. For example, patients has either bradykinesia or the slowness of movement. Okay. Patients have the shakings ah, or the mm. or the tremors. Right. Patients who have the stiffness of the bodies or the rigidity, and or patients who have the problem with the postural and gait mm. abnormality. Mm. We identify these kinds of patients who have the Parkinsonism and might be Parkinson disease. Okay, so you use that yeah. as a, like a, a checklist. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We have a checklist for for that can be indicated for diagnosis. Okay. But there are some symptoms that do not relevant to this kind of mm -hmm. symptom. They can mm -hmm. be occur before and, and currently we identify that these kind of symptoms mm -hmm. can be like a, the, the trigger to the physicians that these kinds of patients probably might be the Parkinson's in the future. Right, right. Okay. So this one, if, if everyone knows about it, maybe mm -hmm. they have like a concern right, that right. they will have um, the Parkinson in the future. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm not afraid, dude, right? right. Make you afraid. But, right, right. but I mean, you have to notice yourself. Not, mm -hmm. not only the sleep problem, but see we constipation also the prodromal uh, symptom as well as the one mother symptom when the patients have Parkinson's disease All right. as well. Is it true that the symptoms of Parkinson's patients could change and vary throughout the day? And if so, wh why is that? It depends on the stage of the patients as well, because at the very first stage, the very early stage, the patients may have some mortar symptoms, right. and and like I just mentioned, so maybe have just a disturb of the disturb of the mother activities, like mm. uh, for example the dexterities, how, how they use their hands to okay. to do the activities of okay. daily living, but no um, others uh, symptoms such as a gait problem or the balance problem, uh -huh. but when the, the the disease progress, so they have like more axial uh, symptoms like mm. the gait and the more uh, and the balance problem and they, they will uh, have like some uh, gait problem and lead to fall and then um, when the, uh, the disease progress they respond to the um, the symptoms to the medication change as well that's because of the of the loss of the um, cell in in, in the brain um, that caused the less responsive to the medication so mm. in in the doctor perspective we have to increase the medications in order to make the, uh, the patients has a um, normal symptom to okay. that they can do the activity of daily living uh -huh. and after that if we are um, the the the, uh, the, uh, the disease progress more okay. um sometimes it's need more um medications to kick in uh, into the on we say on is mean that the patients can do activity um as, uh, as normally but in the off symptom it's mean that the patients have more symptoms of parkinson's disease such as shaking okay. slowness of no movement and a gait problem so we need more symptoms to kick in and then and then the durations of the on uh, duration is less and less mm. it's shorter and shorter okay. so maybe we have to increase the medications um schedule in order to make um, uh, the patients feel uh, normal uh, throughout the day and sometimes if um, the, the brain uh, uh, receptors and mm. the, the receptor in the brain change due to the frequent medications i see that can cause the movement, like more movement. It's mm -hmm. called like a dancing. We call um, in 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 the medical field as dyskinesia. This uh, mortar symptoms can be fluctuate throughout mm -hmm. the day like this, and sometimes at night as well. The patients can barely move uh, during the night. So, how will the PD plus application assist? doctors mm -hmm. and patients in fighting with Parkinson's disease and how, how did this idea come about in the first place? So as the doctor she mentions about that uh, some of the symptoms of Parkinson's disease quite be fluctuated over the mm. over the day. Right. So that's why this is quite big challenge for the physicians to identify which period that could be more fluctuated mm -hmm. and which period that could be treated. I see. Because sometimes you cannot treat everything 
at the same time. Mm -hmm. So you need to choose for for some of the activity that could mm -hmm. quite be very relevant or quite be helpful mm -hmm. to improve patients' activity of daily right. living. So that's why in the initiations of the applications, mm -hmm. we identify for the first thing is to identify what time or the exact time of the day the patients have the symptoms. Mm -hmm. As as she mentioned that most of the Parkinson's disease will be soon to have the motor fluctuation. This is mm -hmm. this is quite be like a, the 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 symptom that is quite be really resistant to the medication that right. usually occur to all Parkinson's disease people. Which is quite mm -hmm. common. Yes, it's right. quite common. Mm. But by the way, at the beginning of the symptoms, usually patients can be well treated with the oral medications. Mm. But later, mm. right, maybe three to five years mm. later, patients might have the fluctuation of the symptoms. So right. that's why the medications, they, sub they probably might not have the good functions as usual. And the, and the doctor needs to increase more medication, need to adjust some medications. So mm. that's why we realize that when or how that mm -hmm. we can adjust the medication to properly with patient symptoms. Right. But by the way, if you ask patients at the clinic, okay, how about your symptoms for the last three months? How oh. about your symptoms at the last month? Do you a have a story. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, this is very right. long story. So, yeah. so, so it is quite be really unlikely for patients to right. understand all the symptoms, and mm. this is unlikely for the the caregiver to remember mm -hmm. all the situations. We, we we need something to mm -hmm. to help us right. to document for the patient symptoms every day. And how does this PD plus application step in to help people with Parkinson's disease? So the, the symptoms fluctuate during the day and right. sometimes the patients uh, come to us and it looks normal yeah. and I say, why? Sometimes the patients said at home, oh, they're, they're not well. Uh -huh. and, and we said, no, you look good, right? You look normal. Yeah, yeah you look yeah. normal. Okay. But actually because the symptoms fluctuate, that's why we have to identify the worst symptoms of the day mm. that the patients have and then we would like to correct that that time. Okay. And like uh, like just, uh, you, uh, Dr. Roman just mentioned, we we have the appointment every three months. Yep. So sometimes they just say that, oh, the past one month, how about your symptom? Mm. So they just, they can remember about it, but it might not refer to the past two or three months. Right. right. So, or even so, if they can, it wouldn't be as accurate. Right, right. right. That's okay. why, that's why uh, we, we need an application. Before the applications, we have the, the paper, mm. the paper like diary. diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the diary. Mm. So it's like, it's kind of like um, there's um, the time, uh, the day, and the medications, and the time, and the date. And then they have to check like this this is on, this is off, or mm. like more movement, or we call this kind of here. And when the patients give the paper to us, it's like, oh, what is it? So we have to, we have to identify the problem from uh, that paper, which yeah. is very difficult. Is. That's why uh, this comes to the idea that if we use the, the smartphone and the patients can record the, the symptoms mm, um, yeah. that vary throughout the day, right. and it can summarize to us, like mm. how many times how many hours that the patients in the on mm. and what time like maybe they are good at the morning time and worse in the evening something right. like that we can see the trend and the, uh, yeah. the summary of the, the symptoms right. according to their um they perceive that mm. the perception and also it is a good thing of the applications because we have the parts of mm. the, the examinations mm -hmm. because currently we believe that when we use things the most or like uh, the clinical evaluations in the office mm. or using the scale sometimes this could be not truly objective evaluations mm. but by the way using the apps or using the games that we develop in, mm. in our application right. this mm. is more 
correctly mm -hmm. and also can be more objectively to evaluate the patients even very minimum of the symptom change. This is much, much more, much more correctly mm -hmm. and, and very precise. For right. example, if I ask patients, if the patients have the problem with the writings, okay. with the drawing or something mm -hmm. like that, but, 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 but we cannot evaluate that the symptoms correctly if I increase the, pa increase the medications to the patient and see how's going on after mm -hmm. increasing medication, sometimes this kind of the improvement could be very minimum. Right. So that's why if I look at the paper, okay, how, how about your writing, this is mm -hmm. good or not, I probably cannot identify this, right, this right, is improved. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I use some applications, I could mm -hmm. be noticed even very single or a very minimum of improvement the of their details. Yes, yes the small just, details. It's kind of like quantitative, yes. objective um, okay, testing. Okay. And also, I can do repetitively to mm -hmm. evaluate the patients mm -hmm. according to the days and days or the time that increasing the medications. Okay. So this is quite be very important that we can evaluate patients like uh -huh. regularly. Um. So the app has two parts. So the first part is the daily part. We just like uh, change from the paper uh, uh, version into the application. Applications. Right. And um, actually, this is the stimulation. This is okay. not the real patients. Okay. So we have the, the sections for the schedule of medications, mm -hmm. and we uh, uh, display it into the, the, the color and the okay. shape of the uh, medicine okay. and the time. And you can line. see the time. And okay. then, because you can see that the patients sometimes like uh, have to take the medications every three or four uh, hour, uh -huh. and and the number and an amount of the of okay. the pills is different. So uh, it's very hard to remember. Mm. So if we have this, this is kind of like the the medical um, guidance. Guidance, yeah. right? In in what each to dose. take, when to take, when to how take, much to right, take. Right, right. Okay, okay. And then if you feel right now, if you uh, pretend that you are okay. patients and you feel that you're good, so you just tap it, and you can see this is like an emoji icon. Okay. And this is normal. Uh, right, or maybe on. Okay. On just mean that you are on. On stage just mean that you are very good. On is good. Good. Okay. And off is bad. All right. And also the, the third one is this kind of mean like I just mentioned. Sometimes when when we prescribe the medications and right. then it's a little bit above the level that okay. uh, this is on, the patient's gonna like some have this kind of or dancing. Okay. And this can disturb as well because sometimes if you like move all the time and then the patient is just say that what happened to okay, you. Okay. 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 Like that, uh, so the patient sometimes doesn't like it, okay. but um, but some of the patients that it might be better than off symptom. Mm -hmm. When you record like every day uh, in maybe in, in a week or in a month, it's gonna summarize into the graph, and then you right. can see like how many hours mm. that you are in the on state, this means normal, how okay. many hours you are in the off state. And the patients can assess themselves that oh, how many hours and what time that they are often in, in the off or in the on stage. Right. And then when they, they come to see the uh, see the physicians and then they can say, oh, also this is a summary of, uh, of my symptoms um, during the past three months. Then we can uh, also assess the compliance. It means that, uh, that the patients, uh, how many times the patients uh, take the medications on time. Okay. Uh, if the patients take the medications on time, it's going to be good for uh -huh. the patients. Mm -hmm. But if the if a patient already take it on time, but the symptoms still bad, okay. we can still like adjust the medications. Not just only okay, you have to take it uh -huh. on time, something right. like that. So that's the diary part. You mentioned about the games. The games, yeah, right? right. Games. Sounds so fun. you want Sounds to fun already? <laughs> it seems to me like uh, the, the additional parts of the of the PD plus exams because okay. uh, these uh, applications is the target for the patients to use mm -hmm. at homes right. and they send the uh, information 
to the physicians. Mm -hmm. But by the way, we have the another applications of this PD plus okay. because we believe that if patients doing something like a test, mm -hmm. most of patients don't like a test. Of course, they, they don't mm -hmm. want to become oh, too serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Actually, so mm -hmm. but I like but if I ask patients to do some game for me, mm -hmm. oh, let's do it. Yeah, okay. and yeah. and sometimes they prefer to use the game mm -hmm. every time that they come to see mm -hmm. me. So I ask patient, okay, I would like you to play the game for me every time you come to see me. Okay, and patient feel very good because fun. because yeah, this mm -hmm. is fun and 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 they didn't think that they mm -hmm. have some problem or the mm -hmm. disease that they need to test. I see. Yeah, so that's why. So I would like to show you for okay. the right now we have many of the tests that we can, can we identify to the patient. Okay. okay. So, so so right now we have many of the of, of the in, of the games or actually this is this is not all the game mm. but some of them have the games and mm -hmm. also with okay. intervention that we can do for the patients but okay. most of them seem to be like a game. All right. For the first thing is we ask the patients to do the selfie. So just take a selfie. Take a selfie. As simple as that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's right. simple. But due to some of the Parkinson's patients, they have the problem. With they have the difficulty to express the facial ex expression and they look sad mm. they they seem not to right. not not to have the happy mm -hmm. life something okay. like that and and we found that this kinds of face usually occur in Parkinson's mm -hmm. patients okay. we have recruited all of the easy information mm -hmm. and okay. we have the collections of the the photos of the mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. with our Parkinson's disease people okay. there are some of the of the study they found that if you using some artificial intelligence mm -hmm. could, that, yeah there mm -hmm. could be like a discriminations from the face okay. between patients right. who have no Parkinson's disease and patients who have Parkinson's disease we've come to that level yeah. already now we almost <laughs> okay. almost, yeah. almost, yeah. almost, yeah. almost not, not yet but yeah. I mean it, for, for for physicians yeah. sometimes when we see like the patients I mean coming in, to coming the, yeah not not before I know that they, the, the patients have Parkinson's disease I know because of the facial expression yes. okay because yeah. sometimes the patients just wait in the waiting room and then I just find okay this patient but the reason that, that she can, be, can, can identify the patient because she is specialist, we believe that some of the doctor could mm -hmm. not identify mm -hmm. or some of the people could not identify as a specialist mm -hmm. okay. identified mm -hmm. to the patient. All so right. if we have this information, that mm -hmm. might be helpful for the other doctor. Can I hit start? Yeah, sure. All right, so I'm just going to take a selfie. Okay, Ka. so the first phase, I would like you to express yourself as a neutral. Okay. Neutral. Neutral. The neutral. Yep. And take a selfie here and yes. All right, okay. Yep. Okay, joy. Pass. And then express yourself as joy. 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 Happy. Being yeah. happy. Right. So apart from my neutral and joy faces, the application asks me to take a selfie of me being sad, angry, afraid, surprised, disgusted, and contempt. All of this information will then be evaluated by an artificial intelligence. Alright, go okay. Yes, so after you finish, you just go back. And the data we're uploading. As Dr. Patawan mentioned, that Parkinson's disease has many stages. Mm. So at the early onset of the Parkinson's disease, some patients have just minimum symptoms. Okay. Even with the fine movement, they mm. could be have some problems. Okay. So I would like you to do the tap traffic. Tap traffic? Yeah, the tap traffic, okay. yeah. The tap traffic, let's yeah. see how that goes, all right? This is very easy taps because I would like you to tap, tap your finger. Tap the finger continue, continuously because this is very record the numbers of the tapping. Okay. As fast as you can. As fast as I could. Okay. All right, so start. Yes. Three, two, two four. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, so the countdown at the left side of the screen is on nine, eight, 
seven, six. So people with Parkinson's would kind of tap a bit slower. Or? Yeah, but but mostly of the patients with early symptoms, they, some of them can tap fast as normal people. So that's why we use the another tap to help you because many Parkinson's patients they have the problem with alternating tap. Ah. Yeah. So that's why that this time just one maybe one sometimes higher numbers than right. normal people. So I would like you to do alternate taps. Alternate tapping. Yeah. Alright, ready and go. So this is a very, I mean, difficult for PD patients, yes. uh, Parkinson's disease patients to, to do it, and that's why uh, sometimes the patients have we call these dexterities abnormalities, okay. and that's why this leads to uh, hand functions uh, abnormalities. Okay. okay. Right. So the next, I would like you to tap all the times, but one you see the red light need to stop. Okay. But if you see the green light, yeah, all keep right. tapping. This Green. is like go no go? Yeah, go right. no go. So this is a game for the hand yeah. functions and mm -hmm. then um, actually for the patients uh, who do that daily right. can do this uh, at the same time yeah. okay. but because sometimes the patient feels that they are on but still they are but, but actually they are not in the on state but it depends okay. on the perception so these games could be doctor's orders or they could voluntarily do it yeah but but um, mostly oh. for the big tap for, for, for the big tablets mm -hmm. usually we use in the clinics oh. right. and to identify for the patients mm -hmm. checklist for the patients we have almost for the all of objective evaluations oh. to the patient right. as well. Okay. Because I mean the one that usually asks the patients to do is the alternate finger tapping. Yeah. Okay, so there's like some line drawings, there's yeah. tappings and right. oh, oh so what Oh, and all of this is yeah. used for medical evaluation. Yeah, right. so, so if the patient has the Parkinson's disease patients, okay. after we're using these kinds of evaluations and follow-up, patients have the improvement of the mm -hmm. symptoms or decrease of the dermal fluctuations. I see. Mm -hmm. yeah. I see. So what is your next step of R&D? Uh, these applications can be used to distinguish two categories, okay. Parkinson's disease from the diseases look like Parkinson's disease. Okay. In the patients with very mild symptoms, very bit subtle symptoms, sometimes the patients cannot like feel that they have it, but we cannot test mm -hmm. by the physical mm -hmm. examination. Yeah. Right. Um, and this can come to the national screening right. uh, yeah. project. Like, so maybe we can use this and then follow up. If they have like abnormalities, we can we can differentiate okay. and maybe this is um, the golden period for give us some treatment that right. might prevent but I, 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 I'm not saying this mm. we gonna fight it but in in the future right. if we can find, yeah. right, right that find some medications that can protect or, or prevent um, the, um, the, the diseases right. so this should be good in this moment of time as we speak can we cure Parkinson's disease actually we have no curative treatments no for Parkinson's disease. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, we call the Parkinson's disease one of the degenerations of the brain. Mm -hmm. So it's even some degeneration, so it, it, it could be mm. treated curely. Okay. But by the way, currently, most of the medications that we have right now yeah. can be treated very well. Mm -hmm. But mostly, effect for the patient at early stage of the Parkinson's mm -hmm. disease. When asked if there's any way we can keep ourselves away from Parkinson's disease, the two experts' recommendations are 1. Exercise regularly 2. Get enough quality sleep and 3. Maintain a healthy diet 
two thumbs up for Dr. Patapun and Dr. Ananong and all the staff at the Center of Excellence for Parkinson's Disease and Related Disorders, King Julalungan Memorial Hospital. And that's all the time we have for this episode of Jula Innovations Unlocked. See you next time. Swadikap. Jula Innovations Unlocked is produced and presented by Superjohn Klinsawan. This program is brought to you by Chula Longhorn University. Thank you.